Hey, how's it going? My name is Daniel Calderon and welcome back to Corner Talks. Burning out, it is the feeling of low energy, being easily overwhelmed, frustrated on what you're doing and where you're headed. And this could be very disheartening, very discouraging for many people, especially creatives. I myself has experienced this recently, uh, many times in the past and probably will in the future. It's that moment where you do too much and you put all your energy into something and you lose your energy. You lose the motivation, the drive to continue. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean it's because you lost the passion. While I wouldn't recommend it getting to that point, I think it stems from not taking care of yourself and not really having a balance and offering yourself you know, ways in which you can look at things differently, taking a step back. And I really do believe that in order to prevent burning out, you must implement self-care. You must look at things as how can I benefit my mind and my body before I continue with whatever it is I'm working on. So these are my ways in which you can prevent burning out. Whether it's a walk outside, calling a friend, or even taking a vacation, sometimes it's good to disconnect from what you're doing. While it is important to have a workflow, while it's really exhilarating to be in a moment of constantly be working and getting things done, you must also take into account that sometimes you need to take a step back. You need to disconnect. You need to detach from whatever it is that you're working on. And this is done in a variety of ways, depending on how much you require that break. Now for myself, it could be something as minor as, like I said, you could call a friend or you can you know, grab a snack downstairs, uh, drink a glass of water, just look away from the screen. So when I'm writing, when I'm editing, when I'm you know, coordinating some films uh, with other colleagues, I just take a moment away from the laptop and a lap away from my cell phone. And that allows me to collect my thoughts, that allows me to clear my mind. And then there's times when you can get really overwhelmed. And this is again, speaking from experience where you just don't find motivation in anything and you lose sight of who you are and what you want to intend for yourself in the future, where your vision, your vision is becoming clouded. And what I'm getting at is you might even need to take a vacation, some time off for yourself. Now, again, this is a pandemic. It's kind of hard to do so when things are normal, when things are back together. If you really do require that time to give yourself permission to break and go away, then do it. For me, I was working a lot of sales jobs. I was you know, getting consumed uh, with that world. I was immersing myself too much where I forgot, first of all, my passion, but I also forgot myself. I was deteriorating with my health and my mental health. It was really bad. And I gave myself that opportunity uh, around my birthday to go to California. It was a personal slash business trip and I used it to enjoy myself, but I also used it to revisit my passion for films, for filmmaking. And when I went to California, I did Los Angeles, San Francisco, San Diego, and I saw the world in a different light. I know it's still in North America because I'm from Canada, but every city you visit has a different culture, different array of people. And, you know, the, between the foods, the sightseeing and the creativity that was expressed, I was rejuvenated. I was re-energized and I was ready to return to the work at hand. So when you give yourself that break, what I'm trying to say here is you're allowing yourself to take your mind off of it, to collect your thoughts, but to return to the work with a fresh perspective. Mm -hmm.
Yes, it's easy to fill up your schedule with things that need to be done, things that need to be completed, things that a deadline uh, needs to be met by. Although those are important things, and although you, know, you probably need to prioritize these things on your schedule, I think it's very important as well to jot down one or two items, one or two events in the week, in the day that you look forward to. I don't know what work you're doing or what line of work you're in, but I'm sure there are things that make you just as happy if not even happier. And my point here is that if you notice you're in a situation, in a phase, uh, at a moment where you're losing a lot of energy or you're not finding uh, any motivation uh, to do the work or you don't look forward to doing it anymore, maybe it's because your whole day consists of work and you just see it as I gotta work, I gotta work, I gotta work. What I'm trying to tell you is that why don't you prioritize? Why don't you give yourself one or two things in the day, even in the week, that you naturally will look forward to, you will be excited for and you'll get up and say, I can't wait to get to that point because I'm gonna do this. I do films, I edit and I do my podcasts and as much as they'll seem fun and enjoyable, on a repetitive basis, they can get very tedious, very quick and you can kind of get wrapped up in it too much where you don't really look forward to it every day. And I need to give myself permission to take a step back and I need to see okay, how do I make the day more enjoyable instead of every day it's the same routine? Every day it's I wake up, I film, I edit, I publish on uh, social media, I do a podcast at night and then I go to bed and then you repeat. Instead of doing that, I mix it up. So sometimes I'll say, okay, in the afternoon, I'll give myself uh, a half an hour, an hour to start sketching a favorite character of mine because I also do sketches in my art book. That's a hobby of mine that I've discovered through the pandemic. Or I even give myself, you know, time at the end of the day to listen to my favorite podcast, you know, the Joe Rogan experience. I'll listen to him and, you know, him going on his rants about aliens and politics and conspiracies. And it just allows me that escapism. And what it is, is that when you put in these little things in the day, whether it's 10 minutes, whether it's an hour, whether it's two hours, whatever is how you manage your schedule, because you're an adult at the end of the day, you need to see what drives your happiness. You need to see what you will be most excited for. And I'm not saying your work won't be as exciting. It should be something you love or care about at the very least. However, you're giving yourself other avenues. You're giving yourself other alternatives to be happy instead of relying so much on that consistency. Because if God forbid, out of nowhere, you lose that job or something is disrupted or you just realize you're in a situation where you're doing the work over and over again, you won't be so defeated because you'll have these other things that you've implemented in your schedule and your routine that you look forward to. Okay, as simple and as funny as this sounds, it really does work. Taking a nap 10 minutes in the day, 20 at most, because you don't want to overdo it, re rejuvenates you. It makes you so energized because I believe a lot of the times when you're burnt out, it's not because of lack of motivation or you're miserable or you, you hate the consistency or the structure and you, you want a way out. You need a break from your mind. I really feel like sometimes it's simply being tired that your body needs to just relax. And now that we're home, most of us, it's never been an easier time to take a 10 minute nap. 
Now, again, you guys might be judging me and saying, well, I don't know about you, but my schedule is pretty busy. I don't have time to nap. And I'm just saying, listen, you're at home, right? You probably have maybe some time in the day to spare. Instead of looking at your phone, instead of turning on the TV, if you're really tired, if you really need that energy, give yourself that 10 minute nap. Allow your brain to rest, to take a break from all that social media, all that garbage you're consuming and give yourself that moment of relaxation because you're providing more energy for yourself. You're giving yourself, again, a fresh perspective, a fresh state of mind. So when you return to the work that you're doing, you won't be as edgy, you won't be as you know, pent up with the, the fact that you can't even just relax and wind down. That 10 minute nap has done wonders for me. Anytime that I'm focused too much on the laptop and I'm editing and I get that sharp pain behind my right eye, I tell myself, you know what? I need to rest my head. I need to rest my head for 10 minutes and then return to this because that's how you burn out. It's not because you're losing the motivation always. It's because you're physically tired. You're pushing yourself so much that your body is demanding some sort of rest. That's why a lot of creatives when they're writing or when they're drawing or when they're doing anything that is creative, they suffer with expressing themselves. They suffer with tapping into that imagination. Why? Because the brain is so clouded with being overworked, with being exhausted from fatigue. And you need, again, to look at that and say, hey, I'm gonna give myself permission to rest. I'm gonna give myself that break because I wanna come back to it and I wanna come back to it stronger. I truly believe that most people who experience feelings of burnout is because they forget why they are doing the work. Yes, the work needs to be enjoyable in order for it to be worthwhile, but you need to ask yourself, what is your purpose for being there? What is the purpose of you completing this task? What is the purpose of you pursuing your passion or achieving your dreams? Yes, some aren't as fortunate to be working a job that they're passionate about, but I'm sure there are aspects of it that they find enjoyable. Aspects like, dealing with certain clients that make your day or going to lunch with colleagues or social events that your company provides, you know, getaway trips or break room meetings that you look forward to those lunches. It can be something like looking at the role you play in a company. If you're on the marketing team, you have a vital importance in how the company's presented, how they compete in the market and how they're positioned and represented as a brand to consumers. Or if you're the in accounting department, you are responsible for crunching those numbers. You are responsible for making things balanced and making sure the company sees a profit or else they can't function as a business. They can't continue uh, making or providing services to customers. It can even be your income that it allows you the freedom to travel to that sunny destination you're thinking of next year of going or that group trip that, uh, of friends that you wanna you know, travel to Europe and backpack. You can't do it with no money. So a lot of people, including you, should look at it as, hey, at least I'm getting an income to pursue those opportunities, to pursue those memories that I can create. Or the idea that it provides security to your child, to your family, that they have a safe home and they have food on the table. For myself in film, I remember there was a time when I wasn't as passionate about becoming a filmmaker. Yes, I said it. It's because there was a lot of pressures. There was a lot of people commenting there was this idea of I needed to make a lot of money. I needed to start my life. I'm getting too old, even though I'm in my 20s. And I really was getting caught up in my own head. I really didn't know what direction I was going to take. And what it is, is that 
I took that trip to California that I mentioned before. I took that trip because I wanted to rediscover why I love movies. It's not the vanity aspect. It's not because I went to Hollywood and I saw the glamour and glitz. In fact, there wasn't even a lot of people on the street because the weather was colder. I went around the fall. It was the idea of being in that Cinerama Dome, being in that movie experience, being part of that community of people that are in it to create, to tell stories, to inspire lives. And when I was there, I got so much inspiration, so much of a drive to, to pursue this passion and reminded myself as a little boy what I wanted to do. And that was make movies. Walking down you know, Hollywood Boulevard and seeing all, all the stars on the Walk of Fame. And you know, again, just going to Venice Beach and seeing the skaters and the skate shops and taking those films and capturing those moments really brought me to a different perspective. And it made me realize that this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. This is what I love to do. And you need to give yourself that time. You need to give yourself that time to think about what it is you love and why you want to do it. Because when you lose that, of course, you're going to lead to a burnout. Thank you again for joining me on my discussion of how to prevent a burnout. I really hope my tips have helped you. I really hope it's giving you a fresh perspective on how you can approach your life, how you can approach the work that you do. It doesn't always have to be, you know, I'm going to quit that job. I'm going to abandon that opportunity. I'm going to, you know, put my responsibilities aside. It could just simply mean that you're tired. You need a break. You need to take a step back. And when you give yourself that permission, when you give yourself that opportunity, you'll start to see the progress, the growth will be exponential when you return. If you agree or disagree to the points I had to say, please leave your comments down below. I always love to see your thoughts. Also, if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Take care. We'll talk soon.